Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Toundro. Guess what? The Eminem show is back. I'm with Matthew Wright. How's it going, Matt? 139! <laughs> I've been thinking we were at 140 for like mm-hmm. three weeks now. <laughs> Every time I prepare the show doc, I'm like, oh yeah, it's 140, right? No. It's a shame we're not on 142 today of all days, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, fair. I mean, hey, screw it. Welcome to episode 420 <laughs> of the 6-1 guest. Hey, Matt, do me a favor. You're, you're lower your gain a little bit. You're you're a little spicy for me. You're you're you'll yeah. You got a little fire breath going out right now. All right, all right. All right. Better. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, busy, busy, busy. That's the kind of bees we are this week. So let's get right into it. You are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. Tune in live every Thursday night on youtubecom indie at 8 p.m. Eastern, or catch episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds and YouTube first thing Monday morning. If you're hungry for a little more, you can support us over on patreon.com slash 61indie and snag some extra goodies such as Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. This week, I checked out Disney Speed Stars or whatever the hell it's called. We'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) But if money is too tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave a review, follow at 61indie on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans supporting us over on Patreon. Colby Cortis, Jacob McCourt, Nicole Humphrey, Play It Jason, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, who nabbed tickets to that Game Awards concert. Yeah. Very jealous. That's I really be, want to go That's to that. in the Hollywood Bowl, right? Yeah. That's dope. Right? That's so <laughs> sick. Did you see the lineup also? Like, what uh-uh. they're... Oh, my God. It's like Elden Ring, Hades, Horizon, Star Wars. Like, uh-huh. oh my god. Brad. Wild. So Cole, bootleg it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> bit of housekeeping. Um as YouTubers as YouTubers, YouTube people, <laughs> as you can see, my this room is very empty. I am myself and Kelsey are moving down to uh Raleigh uh next week, so I will not be on episode one forty. It'll mm-hmm. likely be Matt, Kyle, and whoever else is around. What are they gonna talk about? I don't know. But if there's no episode next week, don't blame me. The tech guy is gone. <laughs> They'll figure it out, though. Uh, Throwing Kyle under a bus today. <laughs> he ain't here. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm not around, uh, but I'll be back the following week in my my new fancy setup. The goal is to get everything set up and good for 141 so mm-hmm. we can have the grand reveal and I can show you the tour. By tour, I just mean like points at my back with my blurry right. background. <laughs> uh, Matt, tonight... We're going to talk about Indie Worlds. We're going to do a little wrap-up, and then we're going to talk about a few games that we've been playing. So let's kick things off with Indie Worlds. Nicholas Johnson, what up in chat? That Mario Rivera, what up in chat? Happy 69th episode to uh, Point of Progress. 69. Nice. So yeah, Indie Worlds had a great little showcase the other day. Matt, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Good, because I didn't. Watched watched (laughs) Kyle uh, live react to that while I was still working. (laughs) Yeah, Kyle uh, live reacted to it the other day. That's up on YouTube.com slash 61Indie. Go check that out. Did great. It was our first live react in a very long time just because mm-hmm. everybody's so busy nowadays that we don't really have time to do midday reacts anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, 
work. We're we're, we're not Jake, unemployed Jake boys anymore. <laughs> Jake slept through it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, I got to catch like the tail end of it. Um, but mm-hmm. it seemed great. Uh, so yeah, yeah, let's let's go game by game. Uh, shout out to our friends at Nintendo Life for uh, summarizing the entire show, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to write everything down. Uh, first up, Minico's Night Market. Got a date for September 26th. Play as Minako, a curious girl who has just arrived at her home on a struggling Japanese-inspired island at the base of Mount Fuji. Fugu? Fugu. I, I just said Fuji, like, automatically, just assuming. But it's F-U-G-U. That's okay. It's fake. Blowfish? What? Bees? Fugu? Fugu? F- blowfish? The movie? No, no. Fugu. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the, the dish, like the, the sushi dish, like if it's prepared wrong, you will die. Uh, fugu. Oh. Fish. Look at it. <laughs> okay. The superstitious locals on the island worship the sun cat, Nico. Uh, what was always thought to be a long-told myth has the town puzzled as sightings of Nico have begun to surface among the residents of the island in recent days. Cool to see this coming. looking game. Yeah. 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 It's one that's been floating around forever. Mm-hmm. Cool to see it's finally coming. Unfortunate that's September, <laughs> but just given everything else going on, you know, mm-hmm. your Spider-Mans, your Starfields, but you know, whatever. Uh, you want to alternate these so just so I'm not blasting things out oh, my yeah. mouth for, <laughs> yes. yeah, for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So on the next one, let me scroll up. My town went Sandrock. Uh, coming out in uh, summer of 2023. Travel to the desert community of Sandrock and take on the role of a fledgling builder. Use your trusty tool set to gather resources, construct machines, and turn your rundown workshop into a well-owned production facility to save the town from the jaws of economic ruin. Uh, this is a sequel to uh, my time at Porsche, yep. uh, w- which I was joking with Kyle uh, during the live react. I didn't play my time at Porsche because I had a boss named Porsche at the time. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Kyle did as well. Oh, <laughs> small world, same person. No, <laughs> that'd be something. Plate up is coming October, 2023. Cook and serve your dishes, design, decorate and automate your restaurants and expand your culinary kingdom with new unlocks, abilities and dishes in procedurally generated locations. Classic cooking action with permanent roguelite progression. Hire your friends or do it all yourself. I like that you can actually decide where what your layout is in the restaurant. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelite overcooked like, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. I, I will never play it because I I can't with overcooked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stress inducing. Yeah. And I'm just very, I have no coordination for overcooked. No matter how many times we tried it, no matter how many extra lives we wanted to play. Even it, we just it put you hotness. on chopping. <laughs> we tried. We, we give me the, the simplest tasks. I fail hard. I can't chop shit. Uh, f- quick tangent. I in my mind, I want to like have this episode go short because I'm yeah. tired. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that being said, side note: uh, Did I ever tell you uh, that my dad chopped off his finger before I was born? No. <laughs> yeah, he was chopping like zucchinis or some shit. <laughs> he just fucking ripped the finger off. <laughs> oh. It got it. Uh, it's back. It, I mean, it was back before he passed. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, there's there's a great picture of him back at the cutting board with the zucchini again, and he has a cast on. The thumb is all mm-hmm. taped up. It's like, oh, brave man, going back to oh, it. Oh man, yeah, I can only imagine. I cut my uh, index finger like into it with a uh, blade, cutting yeah. cardboard. 
So I don't know the pain of actually losing the finger, but I can imagine because I did cut to the bone. Uh, yeah. Fun. Fun, God, fun, 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 I, fun. I wish I was alive for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish I was, like, at least seven at that point so I I could have a coherent memory of that moment. The noises. That must have been me. <laughs> oh, he was, I mean, God bless my dad. Alcoholic. He was probably drunk off his fucking ass, and that's why it happened. <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully that means he didn't feel it. So, there's Hopefully. That. Well, hey, speaking of uh, losing limbs, you want to tell us about our next game? <laughs> <laughs> That's a segue. Sure. Uh, Quilts and Cats of Calico uh, coming out in fall of 2023. Quilts and Cats of Calico, that is a title, is a wholesome <laughs> yeah. digital adaptation of the award-winning puzzle board game for one to four players. Meet the adorable cats and sew the coziest quilts. Compete against other players in multiplayer gameplay. Play solo or delve into the story of a tailor battling a large corporation. This game looks adorable. Kelsey's going to put 300 hours into this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me. I have, I've never played Calico, but it reminds me a little of uh, Catan, uh, which Alan and I love it's playing. It's very similar, uh, yeah. And you throw in quilts and cats. Um, Yeah, there's a chance we might be playing this. Yeah. And this is where we're going to argue again, because you somehow never heard of this game. Uh, it's very much like Carcassonne, an Xbox Live Arcade launch title. I looked it up after you mentioned that, and here okay. we are talking about Xbox again. Uh... Shut the hell up. <laughs> Do you remember that game, though? Carcassonne? I never played it, but I did okay. look it up. It is a... like Catan. Yeah. I have a weird soft spot for that game. I don't know. Yeah. That was, it's like the other game that came out last year that I... Oh, what the hell was it? A lot of people love it. It's the... Oh, has a weird Dwarf Romantic. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes and no. Dwarf Same. Romantic is more of like a relaxed, like play stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a strategy game. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, I hear you on the soft spot. Like a lot of the early XBLA titles, like that was like really the beginnings of like the indie surge. Oh my god, yeah. Saw, so, God, bring it back. You know, mm. like we're like we're the summer man. We're living it. No, but like you know, surge. like like summer of arcade where you're highlighting like five mm. games that are, like week by week. Even PlayStation's thing. Um, yeah, that that didn't really uh, catch spring on. something. Yeah. But like, I dude, those like spring play dis- days. Like, so it was before play days though. Mm-hmm. It was like a thing where like every week there's a PlayStation indie, like a a bigger mm. like promoted PlayStation indie coming out, and if you buy like three of them, you get a discount. Right. Yeah, I remember Bound was part of Bound that. Bound was part um, of it. Headlander was part of it. Um, hmm. The uh, oh no, that's the same game. I was gonna say the ballerina game. That's Bound. Uh, the the Axie uh, Dungeon Crawler. That's really fucking cool. Mm, yeah. I forgot the name of it. The game's awesome though. I haven't thought about that in a while. I know, right? It has a weird name. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. But. Anyways, uh, Rift of the Necrodancer confirmed for Switch. The Necrodancer is back in a brand new rhythm game spinoff. Help Cadence navigate the modern world while repairing the rifts that have torn her life apart. Do rhythmic battle via rift mode, minigames, and boss battles. All to the beat of a brand new soundtrack from Danny Baranowski and friends. Rift of the Necrodancer fucking slaps. Yeah, I can tell that just by watching the trailer. Yeah, Dude, it is so fun got to play it at pax east and i did not want it to end it's so mm-hmm. damn fun it's uh i don't know if you listened to that episode or and obviously reminder for folks who uh may have not listened to that episode mm-hmm. gameplay wise like it sh- it looks it presents itself like a guitar hero game yeah but it plays like a step mania 
Mm-hmm. So you're just like vibing with just the arrow keys. It's great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to play on Switch. I'm assuming with the face buttons. Yeah, face buttons or the D-pad. Yeah, so it's like three lanes. So mm-hmm. on PC, it's left up right. Um, mm-hmm. But then like enemies could come all at once. So you would have to hit down to hit like all the lanes at once. So like that's the oh. weird thing. But I guess mm-hmm. that's just, yeah, face buttons like X, Y, B, then B. A is all down. Or whatever the controller laid out is <laughs> off X- the top of my mind. Yeah, X, Y, A on Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Why? Because yeah, A. Y, Y, X, A. And B at the yes. bottom. Yes. Yeah, if, yeah. We're, if we're going from left to right, yes. yes. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of treaty. Biden, yeah, uh, Joe Biden, Microsoft needs do to something. change what its buttons are because all because everybody of that. listening, draft your letters to Congress. Let's change in 2023. Stop the merger and in an addendum, change your face buttons. Stop the count. All right. Mm-hmm. Stop the count. What's Let's next see here? <laughs> Let's next. Uh, a little look. A little to the left is getting some DLC in cupboards and drawers uh, coming out in June. Sort, stack, and organize household objects into particular arrangements in a little to the left. A tidy puzzle game with a mischievous cat who likes to shake things up. The upcoming DLC cleans out the cabinets in secret compartments of the home with 25 delightful new cupboards and drawers. Themed puzzles, sorry, that's it. <laughs> Drawers themed puzzles to discover and even more charming illustrations and surprising scenarios. Uh, Kyle was really excited uh, to see yeah. that DLC is coming in. Uh, was not aware that this was on Switch, and it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously. Charming puzzle game. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack DLC coming to spring Ooh. 2023. The puzzling action expands with the Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack. This free DLC contains two new playable characters, unique uh, quandary challenges to put your puzzle prowess to the test, nifty mm-hmm. new relics to collect, robust run modifiers, and expansive new areas to explore. Uh, full version full version of the game is required to use the DLC. Um, I haven't, I haven't yeah. played Pocket Dungeon yet. It's fun. I played the other one, Dig. Dig, Dig. is fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, fun fun puzzle games. Who'd have thought? I think it was also announced that it's finally coming to mobile. How Pocket Dungeon is? Yeah. Mm. I believe so. Interesting, because that one, you, you kind of need a little more controller, I would say. Interesting. As opposed to, isn't Dig kind of like, a, almost like Downwell, but not? Dig is, I mean, Dig is just shovel knight again it's just roguelite shovel knight Hmm. yeah (laughs) dig's good if you like core shovel knight you'll like dig yeah yeah there's a lot of shovel knight out there speaking Uh, of updates yeah uh cult of the lamb relics of the old faith update uh dropping in just four days from uh when we are recording right now uh, expand your flock in this free update to the Cult of the Lamb game. Dozens of new items, relics, and enemies are scattered across remix dungeons guarded by new versions of the four guardian bishops. Take your spoils back to the cult with new buildings to construct and followers to recruit, plus a new unlockable quest. And after beating the game, keep the faith going with the new permadeath gauntlet and bot ru- boss rush mode. <laughs> I'm excited for this. This is tongue, tongue twisters the episode. <laughs> Seriously. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to jump back in. Um, I've had my uh, Cult of the Lamb uh, re-downloaded 
on my PS5 for a while in anticipation for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I almost just bought it because of the Shuhei uh, PlayStation oh, yeah. Stars thing. <laughs> oh, I got mine. Uh, Shuhei uh, is good for 70 days, yeah, so you're I good. have time. You got time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought this was going to be a stealth drop during the mm-hmm. indie world i had i had two sure bets that i tweeted about before the show yeah. this was one of them that i thought was going to just be a, a shadow drop but hey i'll take a few days off yeah uh, i nailed the other i nailed the other one which we'll talk mm-hmm. about uh animal well was confirmed for switch uh nintendo life is saying winter 2023 i think they mm-hmm. confirmed 2024 um yeah 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 Hatch from your flower and spelunk through the beautiful and sometimes haunting world of Animal Well, a pixelated wonder rendered in intricate oh intricate <laughs> intricate audio and visual design. Encounter lively creatures, small and large, helpful and ominous, as you discover unconventional upgrades and unravel the well's secrets. This is a truly unique experience that can make you laugh in fear, surprise, or delight. Similar to Rift of the Necro Dancer, Animal Well fucks. Animal mm-hmm. Well is so good. It was my game of the show at PAX East. Do not sleep on this game. It is something quite special. Yeah, Kyle was saying pretty much the same. Uh, he was saying that the stream wasn't doing it justice to how good it looks. Is this like a, you need like OLED screen to really appreciate this game? Or? Um, I don't think you need an OLED, but like mm-hmm. I, there's a difference between like a, a compressed YouTube video versus like seeing it in the flesh. Like even like gotcha. when... Sony started talking about it on the PlayStation blog. Like the screenshots they showed off didn't do the game justice mm-hmm. versus you holding the controller and seeing it in action in front of your eyes. Like it is stunning. Like it is the most, like obviously there are so many games that do the uh, like VHS filter kind of thing. Right. This is the game that this game does it best. Like this is the best take on the VHS filter look because it's not just a film it's not just like an overlay thing it's actually like ingrained in the art direction where like something i said during the pax east episode is uh it's very um matt help me what's that game gravity what uh rush not gravity rush no geometry wars i'm sorry not gravity gotcha. <laughs> it's very geometry wars where like when an explosion happens like the entire mm-hmm. screen kind of wiggles and wobbles and, like, mm-hmm. you see the grid and you see, like, the scan lines and stuff. Um, it is gorgeous. And it's, like, hyper-saturated also. Like, so a lot of the colors just, like, really pop against the stark black. It's, like, mm-hmm. oh, I cannot gush about this game enough. And the gameplay rules. It's so good. There's not much combat. It's very exploration-heavy. When I say there's not much combat, like, you don't have an attack button. You can't jump on enemies. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are enemies in the world and you have to figure out ways to get around them and manipulate mm-hmm the world a little bit and like find specific tools to help you get through a room um be yeah, our super exploration heavy and uh just like hidden secrets around every single corner um like the the pax east demo there was a timer for 15 minutes and like yeah. i spent most of the time just wandering like the opening area just because there were so many like hidden little alleys and stuff that were just not in plain sight um, and then eventually I started, like, I had, like, five minutes left that I had to, like, run through just to, like, right. see as much as I could see. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I tried doing the same thing for Horizon uh, sure. at PSX. Yeah. Uh, I tried climbing a mountain, and uh, it took me out of the playable area, and the demo ended. And the guy tapped me on the shoulder, like, all right, your, t- your time's up. I'm like, oh, I've been playing for, like, a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it did my favorite thing that a timed demo at a convention has ever done where uh, I think it's like at, when 
I think when you're at like 10 seconds or like 20 seconds, the screen mm. just starts like barn dooring. <laughs> like it like, keeps awesome. it's like closing into black and you could still play it like until like the very last mm-hmm. second but it's just closing on you it was it was a great touch that's cool <laughs> um yeah incredible game i can't wait for it it's easily one of my most anticipated releases until like whenever it comes out like right. oh my god take your time <laughs> what's yeah. next we got crime o'clock coming out on the 30th of june this year uh, Chrono Clock is a story-driven investigation and time exploration game based on the well-known hidden objects mechanic. As a time detective, your job is to solve crimes through time that should never have happened. You must, use a de- <laughs> you must use a de- deductive method to combine the clues collected and search for the missing pieces. Each map has multiple time ticks to visit and use to resolve various criminal cases. By resolving cases, the map changes and new adventures are unlocked allowing you to unravel a full multi-eras story as in the best crime TV series. It's basically highlights the game. Uh, Kyle was raving. Like he, that was his game of the show, I believe. Uh, It looks great. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's black and white. And then like, you're trying to find like things are wrong, like inconsistencies. It's cool. Yeah. Like kind of a hidden objects game, sort Mm -hmm. of like a different take on that classic formula. Looks great. Um, I know a lot of people were raving about it coming out of the mix um, Mm -hmm. back in in early March. Uh, Yeah, can't wait to check it out. Uh, Next up, we got Tesla Grad Remastered and then Tesla Grad 2. Both were stealth dropped. Um, I'm just going to read the Tesla Grad Remastered one. Re-experience an indie classic in Tesla Grad Remastered, a 2D puzzle platformer set in a steampunk-inspired version of Old Europe. Journey deep into the abandoned Tesla Tower. Harness the ancient art of Teslamancy uh, to command magnetism and other electromagnetic powers and navigate the perils within the un- uh, within to unravel uh, a long forgotten conspiracy with updated visuals, new levels to explore and updated system mechanics. Uh, this is the definitive way to experience Tesla grad again or for the first time and then sequel after that right. looks like Nord- Nordic mythology with the sequel and Vikings mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, have you ever played Tesselgrad? I feel like I own it somewhere. Me too, and I don't remember. <laughs> it might have been a PS Plus, maybe for Vita. Um, maybe that kind of sounds right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I may not just be in the Steampunk games because, like, we were talking about uh, what the Steam World Dig and oh, all Steam those. World. Like, yeah, never played those. Uh, yeah, I might not just not be uh, into that Steampunk thing. Yeah, fair. Sorry. Yeah. What's next? The next thing we have on our list here is Shadows Over Loathing. Did you want to discuss this game? We don't have to. Okay. Uh, the developers behind this, the the, the studio director, uh, has been accused of physically and uh, verbally abusing his wife. So we're just going to pass over it. Yep. On to the next one. I'm going to do this one since yep. you're wanting to talk about the one after that. Uh, Blasphemous 2. Did not know this was coming. Uh, you didn't know this summer. was coming? I didn't know this is coming. Oh. Like when I when I saw the artwork and the dude climbing up, I'm like, oh wait a minute, what? <laughs> it was uh, like when it was announced. I think it was announced last summer. Which it, it was like, just it was just through games like, were announced last summer, and it was just like a tweet. I think like it was uh-huh. a tweet with like a logo treatment, and that's it. So it's cool to like actually see it. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Blasphemous Two returns to follow the pertinent pen- penitent one again through a mysterious land filled with nightmare 
keeping faithful to the original game with its skilled hack and slash combat and tricky platforming elements, but improving upon the abilities in pixel art style. And it does. It looks gorgeous. Can't wait to lose myself in this game, too. Yeah, I need to. Um, Blasphemous 1, is, it's, it's in the same camp as Hollow Knight and Dead Cells, which, like, I started so many times. I've put, mm-hmm. I've put hours into it, but then, like, yeah. something else comes out, and then I just forget. But I need to make a conscious effort to play through the first Blasphemous game because I fucking adore it. It is so mm-hmm. good. And it's similar to Animal Well. Mm-hmm. You cannot truly appreciate the uh, the aesthetic and the animation style of the game until you are actually like seeing it with your own two eyes with sticks in hand. Right. Yeah. Matt asking. Yeah. You gotta yeah, you gotta get that bug in you to finally like like with Hollow Knight, it took me what, four different tries to finally go through and yeah. then just all the way through um so I and it's to... like with hollow knight because blasphemous is very similar with hollow knight where it's not really like you can't you can kind of go wherever you want there's no like real mm-hmm. linear path um so like if you put in eight hours go away for a long time uh you're not gonna know where the where the hell you're right. where the hell you left off what what your goal is at the moment so like it's it's like that like you have to start it and like see it through before you forget mm-hmm. Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals, my other slam dunk that I predicted, uh, confirmed for the leaked July 12th, 2023 date. Uh, Not a lot of people talked about the leak. Uh, It got tweeted out and got scrubbed from the internet real quick, Uh, but your boy saw it. So July 12th, 2023, Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals is a mind-bending follow-up to the critically acclaimed narrative adventure game Oxenfree from Night School Studios. In a small coastal town of Kamena, Unnaturally occurring electromagnetic waves are suddenly causing interference with electrical and radio equipment. Reluctantly, Riley Poverly returns to her hometown to investigate the mystery, but what she finds is more than she bargained for. Mm-hmm. No spoilers for Oxenfree 1. Right. But you brought up a great question about how yeah. they're going to handle this. Because correct me if I'm wrong, it's been a long time since I played the first Oxenfree. I played it mm-hmm. at launch. I do want to revisit it uh, just to freshen myself up. Riley is the protagonist from Oxenfree 1, right? I don't think so. No? Mm-mm. I thought it was. Maybe not. I, I mean, I looked at the key art and it looked like a blue-haired girl. That's that's why. Doing some fact-checking. Doing some fact-checking. Oh, no. Oxenfree 2. Okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, Alex is the main character. Alex. Uh, Alex, yes. Okay. But um yeah, my, my point, you know, no spoilers obviously. I don't know if this story first one. Like this takes place in the same uh spot, but it's 3 years later. Um I'm really interested if it touches the story from the first one. I have things to say, but I'm not going to say them. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah. But yeah, if you have not played Oxenfree, play it. Mm-hmm. It is one of the uh, most memorable adventure games that I've played in uh, in my time here on and this I think it's, uh, planet. Night School's best. Yeah, easily Night School's yeah. best. And I like I adore After Party. Mm-hmm. Um, but now like Oxenfree is like yeah the crowning jewel of that studio. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to see it still like coming. Happy to see it coming everywhere. Like I know like. It seems like Netflix wants to start getting into, like, traditional, like, publishing and stuff, mm-hmm. especially with, uh, what's his name from Halo and 343 coming over to Netflix now. Yeah, but, you know, um, everyone's leaving that studio, so. Fair. 
Uh, but yeah, just you never know. Like it, it, mm-hmm. I, like when that news dropped, I thought it was gonna be a Valve, oh, I was scared. Like a Valve situation with um, uh, 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 oh my god, Campo Santos and uh, mm-hmm. that other game. Yeah, second the one they were working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the it. Valley, um, the Valley, the Valley of something, Valley of the Gods, in the Valley of the Gods, something maybe. Like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I was worried because when I saw that Netflix one, I'm like, oh, good. It's just going to be an app playable. You're not going to be able to buy this and play this yeah. on actual consoles. So I'm glad that's not happening. Yeah. I have to play their uh, their mobile game, Night School, uh, Next Stop Nowhere. It was like it was like nobody – it wasn't advertised anywhere. It, it came out years ago for Apple Arcade. I think it might have been an Apple Arcade launch title. Huh. Um, never played it, though, but something I want to go back to eventually. Yeah. That'd be good. What's next? Next up, we got Paper Trail, August 2023. Paper Trail is a top-down puzzle adventure about leaving home set in a foldable paper world. You play as Paige, with an eye in there. You see what they did there? Uh-huh. A, a budding academic leaving home for the first time to pursue her studies. On the journey, you learn to fold the world, merging two sides to solve puzzles, explore new areas, and uncover long-lost secrets. Uh, Kyle said this looked a lot like another game. I can't remember what the Unfolded? Title unfolded or unfolding that yeah that sounds right it's the two the two uh people in the relationship you fold it and they smooch mm-hmm. yeah it's a good game yeah sad looks interesting I'm, I'm glad other games are using that mechanic yeah it's a smart mechanic mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's weird that it hasn't been done to death yet <laughs> but yeah good little kitty big city confirmed oh. for 2024 Will you make your way home or will you explore what the big city has to offer first? I mean, getting home is obviously your main priority, obviously. Well, it's one of your priorities, maybe more of a guideline. It's definitely on your to-do list somewhere. But first, exploration. (laughs) Uh, This is a game we've seen for quite a bit now. You're a little kitty in a big city. You're just going around, Mm -hmm. causing chaos, being a cat. You know, as Harry would put it, the most original concept for a video game, playing as a cat. idiot <laughs> i harry up uh, i i harry you jesus harry i love you yeah what's next uh <laughs> up next is a game i played for steam next fest uh chance of scenar oh. coming out on september 5th uh explore and discover an enthralling world in a colorful poetic setting inspired by the myth of babel 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 <laughs> where men have forgotten their past travel the endless steps of a prod prodigious God, I can't talk. <laughs> Labyrinth. Uncover an ominous truth and unveil the mysteries of this fascinating universe where ancient languages are both the lock and the key. I loved this uh, demo yeah. when I played it. Because you're literally taking like keywords or phrases that you don't know what the meaning is and you're putting it to use and figuring out what the definition of this text-based language is. So you're learning a language while you're playing the game. That's it's sick fascinating and if this could be applied to other languages and stuff like that that would be monumental in teaching people how to actually learn new languages oh fuck yeah I that's love awesome it. and the art style is dope it's beautiful it's stunning mm-hmm. 
not as meaningful, <laughs> thoughtful. Uh, next up, we got Brotato. Brotato! Confirmed for console. I, I don't know. Is it just Switch? Do we know if it's anywhere else? Do you mind? I haven't. Let me look. Yeah, give, it, give that a look. Brotato, a uh, beloved game on Steam lately. Brotato, uh, a spaceship from Potato World crashes onto an alien planet. The sole survivor, Brotato, the only potato capable of handling a handling six weapons at the same time. Waiting to be rescued by his mates, Brotato must survive in this hostile environment. Brotato is a survivor's like. It is Vampire Survivors, but it's one of the Vampire Survivors likes that has broken out over the past year. Um, personally, I have not played it yet. Matt, have you? No. Yeah, but I, I know it's one of the more popular ones. Uh, I can't find an actual website for the developer, um, but it is on mobile as well. Okay, so probably Switch mobile PC. Mm-hmm. So coming to Switch. It'll eventually come everywhere. Um, Matt, I... Uh, oh, jeez. I have been playing Vampire Survivors a lot lately. Oh, really? I think, I, I think it finally clicked. It, it finally got its... Uh things in you yeah i think a little bit like i don't like feel like obsessed about it or anything but like obligated to play it yeah but like when i don't really have the mental bandwidth to play anything else like i was like okay Mm -hmm. let me i'll do a couple runs why not and like getting like unlocking things feels nice Mm -hmm. the different maps feel great when you start getting upgrades and stuff like uh the the radars and the maps where you can kind of see where things are right Pretty good game. I, th- I think Vampire Survivors is going to be a pretty big hit in 2023. <laughs> you heard it here uh, first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The mobile version. Uh, just make sure you have it in the landscape mode. Fantastic uh, toilet game. Like I said before. <laughs> uh, oh, you're next. Yes. Uh, Escape Cat Academy. Escape Cat. Uh, the- <laughs> Escape Academy. Uh, the complete edition coming in autumn of 2023. What's that season? I haven't seen autumn in years. <clears throat> uh, the train to become the ultimate <laughs> escape room Weather master. jokes. Yeah. Uh, solve puzzles, hack servers, meet the faculty, brew the perfect cup of tea. Entirely playable in single player or co-op with a friend, local or online. Uh, this is another game Kyle loves. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. That's come to more places. Mm-hmm. You'll have to see it. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, out now on Switch. In Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, play as Gregory, a young boy who's been trapped overnight inside Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex. <laughs> With the help of Freddy himself, Gregory must uncover the secrets of the Pizzaplex, learn the truth, and survive until dawn. Mm-hmm. Happy for you, for your Freddy sickos over there, you know what I'm saying? Right. I've never and, played and it, a Five Nights at Freddy's game. Yeah, I think technically you can enjoy this guilt-free now because I, I feel like the original creator has nothing Scumbag. to do with it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think you can enjoy these games uh, okay. guilt-free, but cool. don't. Yeah, look that up. I, I know he I know he stepped away, but I don't know if he still makes money on it. Okay. Anyways. Okay. The uh, next game. Well, hold on. I, I will say, uh, pretty excited for the film. Really? Who's making it? Uh... It's Blumhouse doing it. It's a Blumhouse no, joint. That, that, that doesn't tell you nothing. I know. Well, let me. I'll try to find the director. But the <laughs> the creature design is being mm-hmm. done by fucking uh, Henson, the Henson okay. folks. Five Nights at Freddy's. 
Uh, I think Matthew Lillard is in this, which is great. That's exciting. Interesting. Yeah, we 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 love Matthew Lillard in this house. Uh, Emma Tammy, who has done. Oh, this is direct the director of The Wind. Have you ever seen The Wind? No. The Wind is a very cool experimental horror flick that uh didn't get received too well by critics mm-hmm. and didn't have like that wide of a release. But I saw this as a part of my former job's Halloween marathon. We got the preview mm-hmm. for it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just a plains woman faces the harshness and isolation of the untamed land in the western frontier of the late 1800s. And it's, just, it's mm-hmm. a horror. It's just like a really interesting 1800s horror story about isolation and like what is out there. Like you don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck is out there in the, in just like the wilderness. It's great. It's a good time. I feel like you'd appreciate it. Yeah, Anyways, I'll she's, she's doing five nights of Fridays. What did we end with Matt? Mike. Whoa. What did we fucking end with? <laughs> so, so like these last like five games, this is all part of like a sizzle reel. Which, uh, even the wording before that reel started, it sounded like the show wasn't ending with the reel. So it's um, usually like the reel and then one more thing. And I feel like right. that means something got pulled out of the show. Because, yeah, like, the, the phrase was like, thank you for, like, staying with us so far. Like, here's something else we have to show you. Right. Like, from that, you feel like there's still more show afterwards. Anyways. Anyways. The last thing that was shown in the sizzle reel for, like, five seconds motherfucking bomb rush cyberpunk has a release date of august 18th fuck yeah <laughs> it's finally happening i can't fucking i, wait. I, I, I can't I, wait i don't know like how mechanically it works like because it looks like there's parkour bicycle skateboard and roar blades in this game i don't know if you can just pick and choose do whatever you want to do but all of it looks fantastically amazing just sexy like the art style, everything in this game, cannot fucking wait for this. I think this is going to be this year's Umarangi generation for us, where it just like completely mm-hmm. takes over our fucking life. And Lives. it's also on my uh, my fantasy yeah. draft. Yeah, I'm so uh, happy that it got like prime. Fu- like, granted, part of a montage, whatever, mm-hmm. but it still got a mainstream show right. spot, which is great. I love that because, like, I, I did we has it. We've never seen it as a part of the show, have we? Maybe the maybe the mix, something else, yeah, or Gorilla Collective or something. Yeah, I know it's Probably. definitely on something else, but but great yeah, to see it get like first party recognition, right? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, uh, if you're unfamiliar, it's it's Jet Set Radio. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Jet Set motherfucking radio. Is it some of the devs of Jet Set? I don't think so. It's a Reptile Team. Uh, right. They did. Wow, I'm blanking on the name, even though I've played every iteration of the game. Uh, something League. Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Reptile Team? Yeah. Uh, Lethal League. Right? Team Reptile. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking. Uh, Lethal League Blaze, Megabyte Punch, mm-hmm. and Lethal League. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I have played literally every one of their games. I, I oh, this is Megabyte Lethal Punch. League. Okay, I remember yeah. Lethal League. So, like, uh, there was the original Lethal League, which was a Flash game on the internet. Yeah. Played that to death. Then they <laughs> I released think that's the why full I know version. Mm-hmm. Uh, played that to death. The netcode on that's really good, too. <laughs> really fucking hectic. And then they released uh, Lethal League Blaze, uh, which is a CG, uh, but still self-shaded. Um, 
I forgot they did Megabyte Punch. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, th this is the team you want to be doing a Deadset Radio game. I, I do, do believe Hideki is, he has a song with the game, and that is the original composer and uh, director of the Jet Set Radio games, but I don't believe he's in uh, game development anymore. Hell yeah. Which Can't wait. It's sad, but fuck yeah, we got Jet Set Radio. There might be an actual new Jet Set Radio down the road. We don't know, but... Hopefully not this year. <laughs> let let right. Bomb Rush yeah. breathe. <laughs> Seriously, we've had, what, 20 yeah. years without Jet Set Radio? We don't need... Two in no. the same year. Don't... Yeah. <laughs> Well, it seems like so. Obviously, we're referring to the Sega leak. It mm -hmm. seems like okay. Jet Set is ways off. If that's the case, yeah. If it's Hopefully. true, which it probably is true, but yeah, I hope next year at the earliest. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. That was Indie World. I, I think a pretty solid show. Oh, I think yeah. that there was like no meh games shown during yeah. this, and yeah, Indie Worlds are always wonderful. Short, yeah. compact. With a lot of yeah, what, 20 minutes? Mm -hmm. It's great. You know what else is wonderful? Oh, hmm. Skype going off <laughs> in my on my PC. Jesus. Uh, you know what else is wonderful? Supporting your favorite indie boys. And the way you can do that is through patreon.com slash 61indie. So let's kick it to an ad. Patreon.com slash 61indie help. us each and every week for the 6-1 IndieCast, expanding our indie game coverage, and funding massive projects such as the Mini Indie Showcase. Not only will you be supporting a small, independently operated company, but you get some bang for your buck as well. The Coop is a monthly vlog where I'll keep you up to date with everything that's going on with 6-1 Indie and answer all of your questions, all while playing a super rad game I find on itch.io. Clocked Out is our exclusive IndieCast post-show that tends to go a bit off the rails at times. And last but not least, Indie 100, an exclusive podcast where we are ranking the 100 greatest indie games of all time. So if you dig what we're doing, you want a little bit more content, and you want to support our vision moving forward, consider becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we're back. Let's talk about some things we've been playing. Matt, Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly, has arrived. Thank you for pronouncing hibiscus correctly. Hibiscus? 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 <laughs> hibiscus. Honestly, I think, I, I think I'm confident in saying that is the first time I've ever said that word out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty certain. Hibiscus? I say hibiscus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dust off your coffee machine and prepare your warmest smile to meet your customers again in the second episode of the much-loved coffee brewing and heart-to-heart -heart talking simulator, Coffee Talk 2, Episode 2. Sorry, Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly. Matt, have you played yet? Yes, I have played through two days so far. Okay, I played one day, so no spoilers after one day. Right. Uh, real quick, though, uh, the good sir writes in and says... I need to hear your guys' thoughts on Coffee Talk Episode 2. How good is the music? Are the vibes hitting as hard as they did in the first game? Do we get any more hints slash resolution on that secret ending from Episode 1? Have a great show. Thank you for always being... Nope. Thank you for always making my week a little brighter. Hashtag RIP Fami. Mm. 
Goddamn right, RP, RIP Fami. Um, so yeah, we've only played. I only played the first day last mm-hmm. night at midnight <laughs> when the game unlocked. Uh, Matt, you only played one day, but um, I played uh, two days. Sorry, two days, yeah, two days. Unlocks for nine p.m. over here. Uh, Jealous. <laughs> gotta love it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we can't speak to uh, that last bit about the secret ending. We uh, don't know yet. So yeah, we didn't receive and, keys for, yeah, for this game. So. And no spoilers. We we won't mm-hmm. go into any of it. Um. But we can talk about the vibes. Oh yeah, we can. And they're fucking there, and they're hitting so good. I was gonna admit, I was a little worried. Me too. It's a game coming out three years after the first one, and the original creator didn't work on this one, as far as I can tell from the opening credits. Rest in peace, Fami. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's like they didn't miss a beat, man. No, like, dude, not at all. It just feels like. It just feels like going into another day of work, but mm-hmm. like the good work, the the coffee shop work, right? Where like right away, the, the first the first character you interact with, Georgie the cop, yep, and it's just like coming back home to daddy, yep. and it feels so good just catching up. Didn't miss a beat. Rainy day outside. Let's mm-hmm. just chill. Talk about the storm. What's going on with your daughter? Why is your wife upset? Oh, we got a new friend coming out. A yep. new face. This hot, this sexy motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, Mike, I have a theory. Tell me. So, what's this guy? What's for, his name, by the way? Do you remember? Lucas. Thank you. Uh, and he's a satyr. Yes. Um, Lucas the satyr. So, in the first game, uh, Freya is like your old standby that's there all the time. Oh my god. She also. Freya also like traveling and stuff like uh, again no spoilers after like the first two this is literally what the first half hour of the game yeah yeah but like traveling around like where's Freya oh my god anyways continue so open up open up your phone in the game go do your stories on your oh, yeah. fake Facebook gotta do the stories every day uh, but yeah Freya has a tattoo of Roman numeral 9 on yeah. her arm uh, Lucas is wearing a sweater that looks like a play on Gucci yeah but because of the sunglasses on the other side it's a roman numeral of nine my theory is that freya and lucas might be you know norse mm. like nine realms like that's that's my theory like is lucas like supposed to be like the loki standing but you don't want to call him loki obviously freya is a little easier to go by but that's that's just a wild theory like i, I don't believe there's any confirmation of that anywhere um, especially not for Freya in the first game, but it's just a little detail I noticed. I'm like, hmm. that's that's interesting, and I could see them doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, Lucas, <laughs> really fun, high energetic. <laughs> yeah, he's like a. It, it's a real. At first, it's a real fun take on like a big time influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what Coffee Talk Episode One does so well, like the fun, quirky personalities quickly start. You start getting a little deeper into things, and mm-hmm. Lucas says some triggering things to another mm-hmm. character, uh, Riona, who mm-hmm. Riona, a banshee, I'm I'm in love with her already. Yep. Oh, my God. What a fascinating fucking character. Um, banshee who uh, uh, she tried out to be like an opera singer, and she mm-hmm. posted like an audition to, to their version of YouTube, and when she passed it off to like the, the person that. I don't want to get too far into it for spoilers, but the person who she gave the audition tape to said like, Hey, you should moderate your comments. And like Mm -hmm. people were being like disgusting on the internet to somebody who was a little fucking different and Mm -hmm. like 
traditionally isn't the kind of person that you would see singing a soprano in an opera. And, um, yeah, it really starts. I can't believe there's right off the bat the first day we start getting into the intricacies of online harassment and, and the repercussions and how it really affects the person on the other side of the screen and how somebody can like be so ruthless to to say these kind of words and and have the courage to do so just be or have the balls to do so i should say just because they're hiding behind a, an anonymous username right um and again similar to the first game like the way they present it the way it's written the way it's executed the way it's paced is so authentic we are in a, a fantasy seattle talking about banshees and satyrs but like right off the bat what a human story already mm -hmm. and i'm already so fascinated in, uh, by it and not to mention the whole like political thing they dropped also about like mm -hmm. um i forgot exactly how they were getting into it but you you know what i mean again should probably shouldn't say much but and, yeah and not only that like um the whole lore drop within uh riona um and you know the reason why you know a lot of people were uh downing her on trying to go out for this like we got similar things in the first game but not like so comprehensive like inside peak of like what that world is like with all those different kind of creatures um and i was just fascinated by that like oh yeah that you know i can see that that makes sense why that specifically uh mythical uh deity would be in that kind of workplace that job and it's just fascinating to think about and the writing is so creative in doing that yeah. right off the bat uh another little fun note because this game does take uh three years later the first game took place in 2020 uh oh, oh i forgot his name the cop um georgie georgie is talking about a theft of specific uh yeah. vehicle things that was a real life thing during the pandemic <laughs> yeah that's the thing it's like it's very reflective of what has been happening in the real world mm -hmm. um especially in america and which is like really fascinating for uh an indonesian uh developer and, and publisher mm -hmm. um yeah dude it, it's just already like i did not like if it wasn't midnight on a work night i would have played right. through the entire fucking game like mm -hmm. i cannot wait to just like have a day to myself and really just like experience it all and just yeah. like and not to mention like obviously the big thing for us the music oh yeah already incredible mm -hmm. it's just more of these incredible lo-fi rhythms that just seep into your fucking soul and it is yep. phenomenal black screen records teasing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. teasing the press we are on high alert y'all if you have any interest in vinyl do not sleep on the Coffee Talk episode two pressing when it drops. It'll mm -hmm. be gone before you know it, and it's going to get real fucking expensive until mm -hmm. they repress it three years later. Yeah, make sure you got $70 on you at all times, depending on what the shipping is <laughs> looking like. Yeah, I, I have to. I, I still have to get episode one because uh, Black Screen mm -hmm. has episode one, thankfully. I'll, I'll yeah. pay the import cost. I don't give a shit. Good. Um, yeah, and uh, also on that vinyl, it better be uh, blue and red. Because of the um, pea, the butterfly, pea pod, yeah, tea, and the hibiscus. Do yeah, give me give me that uh, Riona like electric blue. Ooh. <laughs> oh come on. Well, I mean like yeah, because the the pressing of the first one was on coffee brown and on uh, green, green tea green. Yeah. So, I would like to, I would like to buy a display to put all that up. Ooh yeah. Uh, and also the the coffee mechanics are still great. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, still good. Uh, even better. Like, you now have, like, a display, and I don't know if you noticed, uh, if you do the latte art. Mm. Always bad uh, at it. After, <laughs> same. Uh, after you do it and put it back down before you serve it, you can actually see it now on the coffee cup when it's oh, sitting yeah. there ready to be served. Um, and there's the new mechanic of, like, items and all that stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the item mechanic is interesting, because, like, after mm -hmm. day one, uh, again, like, the lightest of possible spoilers, it's not mm -hmm. nothing, I'm not saying anything, like, really vital, because I don't know if it's vital yet. Right. But uh, Georgie leaves behind a lighter um, mm -hmm. that is mentioned a couple times during the initial first day, and, like, yeah, you, you put that lighter in your item drawer, and you could... Mm -hmm. um, like, at some point, uh, Freya leaves a very interesting note to Georgie. I very much mm -hmm. want to see what that note was. Right. Uh, leaves a note for Georgie. So you have to, like, it's the tutorial where, like, yeah, you have to put the note on the serving platter when you're serving mm -hmm. the drinks. Um, so I guess it's going to be a, there is going to be a thing where you have to give the right items to the right people. Right. Which is, uh, it's a nice, it's like fleshing out the mechanics. Even things like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, like, I don't remember the first game being so animated if that makes sense like like there's the scenes it, where like they're horrified at times and like there's their zooms there's like mm -hmm. it's, it seems like a little more dynamic in in their scenes yeah there's definitely a lot more drawings in this one already yeah um, i remember there was like some reactions and stuff like that and there were some of those like scenes like it but you didn't have you know like frame by frame like animation quick like that and, uh, even just the weather alone like there oh was God, rain yeah. and stuff in the first game but the the storm and everything yeah it's a lot more animated it's great man it's so great i'm so happy to be back in that world like as soon as i booted it up it was just like oh i missed this so much mm -hmm. yeah um that was, yeah that was my pandemic game like yeah i think that was like most of our pandemic games like <laughs> that was just like we it was like it hit at such a perfect time i think i played it at the end of the year during mm. pandemic time and um you know holiday season during lockdown really rough fucking time for everybody for multiple reasons yeah. um and man it was just like a warm hug as cliche as that sounds it is just brilliant mm -hmm. and uh yeah it just feels feels great being back in that world talking to these characters i can't wait to to see other familiar faces i can't wait to see what other new characters are out there i cannot wait to already see riona and lucas's story continue and get and see that relationship flesh out even more um mm -hmm. what a time man uh also i was taken aback to see 53 trophies <laughs> for this game i didn't even look at that that's uh hmm. 53 <laughs> i'm guessing those items come to play for that i'm wondering how many different endings or yes we have. so it seems like there are a lot of different endings and it, it's it seems like a good trophy list and or achievement list that like it's going it's encouraging you to approach the game differently to probably see certain things mm -hmm. and certain endings and certain outcomes, um, which is how trophy lists should be. Yeah, which is a lot truer to the visual novel genre. So yeah. that's that's cool. I'm excited. But yeah, kudos, Toge Productions and Chorus Worldwide. I love you all dearly thank you for producing Can't another for wonderful that. game collector's edition oh I, I have to grab it when i'm when i'm settled in raleigh uh it's a, is it out yet it no it comes out in august okay yes. cool so august. i have time so just pre-order that thing oh, i should just do, it's on amazon i should just do yeah, it on amazon yeah, just pre-order yeah. yeah okay dope uh, i'm looking at some of these screenshots you are out of your minds if you're making this kind of latte art get the fuck i, I just make a blob <laughs> this is, there's this beautiful flower in this in this red tea. Let me get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing that. 
Uh, Matt, you've been mm-hmm. playing Suffer the Night. Yeah. From Tainted Pack and Assemble Entertainment, our friends over mm-hmm. there, uh, mini indie showcase alums now, Fall of Porcupine, uh, DM'd me a couple codes, a couple keys for this game. And I was like, mm-hmm. huh, this looks like a Matt and Mike game. I have not played it yet, but you have. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, let me read the little description on the Steam page first. Uh, Suffer the Night is a first-person survival horror experience. Alone in a secluded cabin during a violent storm, horror illustrator Stacy Linden discovers the true meaning of fear. Explore a constantly changing world and solve puzzles, but above all, survive. This game does a thing, and I'm not going to talk about the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh because I, I feel like any game that does that, you know, like your inscriptions or Pony Island, stuff like that. Oh, we're talking about just, that kind of thing? Like, yeah. You, you don't talk about the thing. You just tell people, play the game. Ah. Uh, it's currently on sale for $9.99, and I can fully endorse this game because I have completed it. I've done everything in the game, including restarting the game, speed running for an hour to get back to where I was because I missed an item. <laughs> uh uh no it's it's a lot of fun like i was a little worried uh when i first started playing it and also when i played the demo because um for one that does not run that great on steam deck i know there's a lot of unreal engine four and five games struggle um but it 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 wasn't it like it was chugging along um and it really gives you a false insecurity security of the opening of the game because it feels like familiar like all of there's a lot of indie horror games out there. So I was a little worried, like, you know, maybe this doesn't have enough steam. It has plenty of steam. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't want you to say more mm-hmm. really, but like you endorse it. You had a good time. Yep. It does the thing. I would even say play this at 720p, which is the lowest resolution you can play it at. Oh, Put it on low settings yeah. just to give it a little more of a like lo-fi look because it is, it takes place like eight late eighties, early nineties. So like if you want to okay. really set the mood because uh, and you yeah. played it on PC, not Steam Deck. Correct. Yep. Okay. 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 Yeah. Keyboard keyboard mouse controller. Keyboard mouse. Okay. Okay. What was the your runtime with it? Uh so my complete runtime was nine and a half hours. Um, oh wow. So actually being like fully immersed and everything like that and taking your time you're looking at like an eight, uh, seven, eight hour game. Damn, you, you can fucking hustle through this thing. <laughs> I you gave you speed run. I gave you this key the other day. I know you could speed run this in like two hours if you wanted to though. Okay. Cool. If you know where everything is like, yeah, it looks fantastic. As soon as Maria, uh, dropped the key in, in my DMS. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was all in. I can't wait to play this thing. It looks like, our kind of jam like i knew like right away it, it was gonna be something special like in the screenshot right here this is like a babadook looking motherfucker yeah come on can't wait yep can't wait mr Let's tops go. mr tops <laughs> mr tops love mr tops it's good it, it, it i did not know where it was gonna go and it it went places <laughs> hell yeah i love that um, and it doesn't do the annoying in my opinion uh sure. cylinder gameplay cool. trope. like you're not always on the run great There's a lot of things to find awesome but... It's a good time. Hell yeah. Suffer the night. Check it out. Can't wait to play for myself one day. Soon, hopefully, when I'm <laughs> settled and not sleep deprived. Right. Matt, I've been playing Ocho. Tell me about Ocho. Ocho spelt O-T-X-O. Mm-hmm. Lateralis and uh, Super Rare Originals joint. Mm. Matt, have you been missing Hotline Miami? Have you been yearning for a new Hotline Miami? 
No, I don't think anybody has. No, no one, right? What no, that's not like the most requested sequel ever in the indie space. Matt and everybody who agrees with Matt, y'all need to play and purchase Ocho right mm. fucking now. <laughs> Ocho, again, you spell it O-T-X-O. Mm-hmm. It is a noir roguelite hotline Miami. That's the best way I could describe it. It feels fucking great. It looks fucking great. It's the music slaps. It rules. Um, yeah, I'm going to read the description because like narratively, I couldn't really tell you what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Enter an inexplicable abstract mansion to rescue a loved one in this fast paced, brutal and dark roguelite filled with precise but savage gunplay and time bending slow motion. Face your inner demons and unveil the secrets of the mansion. So, yeah, you uh, the game opened opens up in like a subway car and somebody drops mm-hmm. a mask and you pick up the mask and then you wake up on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk uh to the north a little bit and you come across this mansion and there's like a mansion keeper and a bunch of other like char- like interesting weird characters that seem to be stranded in some sort of time loop purgatory situation um get into the the mansion uh and you walk up it feels very shining in a way and in, in tone and whatnot yeah where uh you walk up and there's a bartender bartender tells you to to discard your weapons you have to discard your weapon you talk to the bartender and he offers you a bunch of drinks this is where the roguelike stuff comes in the first mm-hmm. drink is on the house uh each drink gives you a certain uh boost uh or, or or perk so um for example i'm just looking at the screenshots uh just to get me something uh press press prestissimo sure uh fire rate of guns is increased uh there's something that like it will give you a health boost that will increase your uh max pain bullet time because this game has max pain bullet time yeah um stuff like that so like that's that's kind of where the roguelike stuff comes in where you go to the bartender get that you go unlock new perks uh with somebody else um and yeah you go in room by room it's hotline miami you're going around shooting dudes clearing an arena that is uh populated by different spaces and different rooms the key differences between hotline miami and this there is the max pain bullet time thing where you could trigger Mm -hmm. something it'll slow down time so you could precisely aim and dodge and whatnot uh there is a similar to hotline miami there is a dodging mechanic but you could kind of like slide on tables and like vault over chairs and stuff which is really cool um and it's not as brutal as hotline miami like hotline Mm -hmm. miami one (laughs) shot you're done you have to like yeah. be super fucking precise. You actually have a health bar in this, and like you can take a decent amount of damage. Um, you can't be reckless, but you could. Right. Like you're not always like completely on edge, which is great, especially being a roguelite because once you die, you have to start from scratch, mm-hmm. uh, to some extent. Um, after you go through a certain amount of rooms, there are bosses which is really cool. So like the, the one I'm very bad at this game, uh, but the one boss, <laughs> the one boss I've encountered is like this big, like giant mechanical snake thing. They have to like shoot through like uh, the, the head, like the, like a, uh, an open area of the armor, like on his head. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really great. Um, and yeah, similar to Hotline Miami, like you're, you're picking up other people's weapons. Like you, you know, you throw weapons, uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you pick up grenades, you pick it up like uh, kunais to throw at people. <laughs> game rules, dude. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite perks from the drinks that I've unlocked so far. 
after you throw a gun away, it turns into a, a turret, like a like an open sentry on the floor. Oh, so there's things like that. Like, it really, like, plays around with it. Um, the game fucking rules. And it's like, if you like Hotline Miami and you are really yeah. missing that kind of gameplay, it is a must play. Like, I cannot wait to play more of this game. It rules. It feels great on Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Play play around with the, the control scheme a little bit if you want. Yeah. Like, some of the things weren't working for me, but, like, it's fully customizable, fully remappable. Um, but, yeah, plays great on deck. Um, yeah, game game slaps, dude. It, it looks great. Um, yeah, uh, the color palette, too. The yeah. Black and white with the blood stark, red. Stark black and white. Black and white. Stark black and white. And then, yeah, the blood red accents when you're uh, killing folks. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah. It rules. Over 150 handcrafted rooms. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And over 100 acquirable abilities. Yeah. This looks dope. <laughs> and it seems like there's also collectibles in certain rooms. Like, there's a art dealer dude. You have to, like, he has, like, I I, may, I think it's, like, 50 pieces of art. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't found any yet. I don't know what that means. But, like, there's also, like, that kind of metagame if you want to get yeah. into it. Yeah. It's awesome. great. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Real quick, I've also, while I was waiting for Coffee Talk to unlock, um, mm-hmm. I jumped into another super rare original. Uh, Post Void. Post Void is a hypnotic scramble of early first-person shooter design that values speed above all else. Keep your head full and reach the end. Kill what you can't see it mend. Get the high score or try again. Great fucking Steam description. Holy shit, y'all. <laughs> um, Post Void is doom on bath salts. <laughs> uh it is a first off, like if you want to see what this game looks like, flash warning up the fucking wazoo. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, very flashy, very intense. Um, but man, this thing, like color palette wise, looks like a Nicktoon on acid. Uh, it looks like the desert scene from uh, from Beavis and Butthead Do America. That's probably the, <laughs> the best way I could describe it, the way this game looks. But yeah, it is a roguelike Doom, uh, like classic Doom FPS, where you are going through rooms and you are taking down fools. And the goal is to get to the end in time before your health runs out. And your health is in the shape of uh, this, like, head idol in the palm of your hands that's filled with like life juice <laughs> and uh it, it's it's always deteriorating it's always draining the way you keep uh regaining health is by shooting enemies and taking their life force to refill the idol if you are if you take too long to uh kill anybody or or you take too much damage obviously uh you get a countdown on your like in the middle of the screen is three two one and then your your run ends i've had mm-hmm. runs end in five seconds so like you have to be on your fucking game, um, and yeah, uh, the the goal is to get through eleven levels over the course of three <laughs> acts, and uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, I couldn't play it too long because the flashing started getting mm-hmm. to me. I started mm-hmm. feeling real sick last night, Uh-oh. but I wanted to keep playing. Like it's yeah. it's so fun and it's challenging. Like I have not so eleven level eleven levels total mm-hmm. i could not get past level six so far because like once you get into act two like you start getting into like multiple like levels or floors i guess they have to like jump around uh really maze-like structures to try to find the exit 
Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, the the whole again the whole goal is to, like really like get to the exit as quickly as you fucking can, and sometimes you just get lost. <laughs> but like that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a great three time. bucks on Steam. Yeah, three bucks. It's yeah. on Steam, and I think it's five bucks on PS Five if you if you want to give it a go. Um, it's great, especially for like a couple bucks. Oh my god, yeah. If you're bored and you and and uh, Doom bath salts sounds good to you, <laughs> check it out. It's a good time. Yeah, looks nuts. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you'd really dig it. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. Let's wrap up the show with this week right. in indie. Uh, you want to take the first day, then I'll I'll take the second. Yeah, totally. Still have that docket. <laughs> I'll do it. Never mind. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. <laughs> This week in Indie. Indie! <laughs> For Monday, 20th, April 24th, <laughs> we got Call of Lamb, Relics of the Old Faith. Uh, do you want me to read the descriptions to you? Yeah. Okay. The Lamb must Why do you think I wrote just, the descriptions on the doc? I, I just meant because we already discussed this one, but. Yeah, okay. it's a little more. The Lamb must keep the cult flourishing, their followers faithful, and their power unchallenged as they crusade in this free content expansion, Relics of the Old Faith. It adds brand new ways to spread the gospel to the cult of the Lamb with powerful new abilities, exciting new characters, and thrilling new challenges. Smile uh, for me. Uh, real quick, I don't think we mentioned uh, it's free. Yes. It's free on the, all platforms. The, the, update. the, 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 mm-hmm. the update. Yeah, it's not paid. Cannot fucking wait uh, for this next one. <laughs> Smile for me on uh, PS4, 5, Switch, Xbox One series, PC, and Mac with controller support. Heartbroken Clan, Wayward Souls, and Juicy Mechanical Lips sets a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) As the big event draws near, help the troubled residents of the habitat and demask the mysterious Dr. Habit before it's too late. So, uh, I know nothing about this game. So this was an indie gem that came out in 2019. People fucking adore mm. this game. It's a Serenity Forge published game. What? Serenity Forge usually puts out bangers. Um, but yeah, finally coming to console. PC and Mac is getting the controller support with this update. Uh, it just looks bonkers. It's a acid-driven adventure, and I can't wait for it. it I actually uh, I listened to a few bits of the score because Stumpy Frog uh, mm-hmm. published, or they pressed uh the vinyl recently Ooh. i actually picked it up at pax it was cool <laughs> seeing a stumpy frog pressing at pax mm-hmm. um yeah i can't wait for this it's a you and i kind of game Ooh, i'll have to take a look at that uh, but first shadows of doubt uh many indie showcase alum yeah uh, pc early access uh open world detective stealth game set in a fully simulated sci-fi noir critic city of crime and corruption <laughs> we're almost like done private <laughs> like a private investigator and take on jobs that earn cash on your path to catching a serial killer if you don't catch them they will kill again i i can't wait to play this game yeah, i did no. not realize it's coming out yeah buying it. Dude. <laughs> uh, i'll take the next two days tuesday april 25th stray delights is coming to all platforms explore a dark and wonderic world of ramp rampant nature and corrupt cities embody a tiny being of light on its path towards the awakening Fight your inner demons and restore your balance. Uh, I think some folks played this at PAX East and and really Mm -hmm. dug it. And Wednesday, April 26th, Cassette Beast is coming to Linux, PC, Switch, Xbox consoles. Hits Game Pass as well. 
collect awesome monsters to use during turn-based battles in this open-world RPG, combine any two monster forms using Cassette Beast's fusion system to create unique and powerful new ones. Can't wait. Can't wait. I and Next like I I was going hard, man. It's, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I love so there's a reason I noted Linux. I know Linux is like a platform we don't really talk about, but be, mm-hmm. you know what Linux means? Steam Deck. Oh, verified for Steam Deck, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Um important to note, just because it is on Steam or Linux does not mean it's gonna run well. All right, uh, yeah, there yeah. are yeah, good there chance are some though. Linux uh native games that do not run well on Steam Deck unfortunately yeah i I can't wait for this especially because like i kind of missed the boat on uh the other pokemon like coromon coromon i was gonna say we just talked about it last week and i (laughs) forgot uh yeah because i kind of missed the boat on coromon i know how much people adored what coromon (laughs) did after i played the previewed uh cassette beast like (laughs) cassette beast is doing the damn thing like they're like where where coromon was a more coromon felt like what everybody wants pokemon to do right cassette beast feels like its own voice in like the mm. the pokemon like genre mm-hmm. or the the monster collecting genre whatever you want to call it right man killer game can't wait it's gonna take over my fucking life yeah. it's gonna delay me <laughs> play like i thought about it the other day i was like i'm gonna finally start violet because like we got it got more patches the other day oh yeah and i was like no nah, because cassette beast is coming out <laughs> it's like no nah, i'm good I'll play Violet on the new Switch when that comes out. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, for Thursday, April 27th, Bramble the Mountain King Bramble. on all platforms. Uh, Bramble the Mountain King is a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Explore the beautiful yet dangerous and twisted land of Bramble and your endeavor to rescue your sister. Traverse a wondrous landscape and survive the deadly encounters with Bramble's many hideous creatures. Uh, this game, the demo, was going all over around YouTube uh, when that dropped last year. Uh, uh, around Game Awards season. Yeah. I played it. I was more excited for it before I played it. Yeah. It's like, it's not bad. It's just right. like it doesn't feel as tight as I want it to feel. It, it's it's mm-hmm. the uh, gameplay wise, it's doing like the little nightmares inside right. limbo uh, thing, where it's like really precise cinematic platformer, mm-hmm. um, which I know cinematic platformer has a different connotation, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just felt like there were certain like jumps and and stuff like that that like I definitely didn't miss, and like it just felt right. a little felt a little loosey goosey. Yeah. But uh, oh my god, the the visuals and like the vibe is is there, mm-hmm. and and the creature design, holy shit! So yeah, might be like a if it hits Game Pass, if it's on sale on Steam, might be one of those for me. Yeah. Or wait yeah, for I, reviews, I, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was gonna say. I hope uh, they tightened it up a little bit. Uh, I'm interested to see what the rest of the game is. Yeah, for sure. Did you play it also? Uh, no, I watched oh, okay. a couple people play it though, and I gathered what you were saying. Yeah, just from watching it. Uh, did not realize this was also dropping. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, the last case of Benedict Fox for PC, Xbox consoles, and Game Pass. Uh, take on the last case of Benedict Fox and dive into a twisted world of secret organizations, forbidden rituals, and clud, 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 cold-blooded murders. Clud, clud. <laughs> 
<laughs> Explore the memories of deceased victims as you search for clues and fight demons in this fantastical Lovecraftian Metroidvania. I know you've been waiting for this game. Yeah, I'm excited. Game Pass, baby. It's just unfortunate that, like, so many other things are coming out. <laughs> yeah, this is the same week uh, that uh, Jedi also drops. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to make the joke that, yeah, Friday, April 28th, Jedi Survivor comes out. <laughs> Uh, and the last one on here, Mail Time for PC, Switch, PS4, and 5 to be determined. So PC and Switch for now. No, just PC for now. Sorry, that's written a little a little confusing. PC only. Okay. Switch, PS4, PS5 is TBD. Dude, coming, but okay. All right. Yes. My apologies for my hyphen. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's mail time! As a newly trained mail scout put on your pack, grab those letters and deliver them across Grumblewood Grove. The forest animals eagerly await the sight of your mushroom hat and this cozy Cottage Grove light platformer adventure. Can't wait. Yes. I, uh, I kickstarted this. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cute as fuck. I, I love what housekeeping is on here because it's, it's just something that didn't get deleted well no i i kept it so like yeah the housekeeping on the dock is the the essential uh seam deck mm -hmm. games i want to make that into like a graphic so i want to just keep the oh. list somewhere okay <laughs> yeah that, that's why a little bit behind the scenes uh nicholas johnson in chat really quick i just looked up caseppi's sounds like a version of pokemon i want but turn-based hasn't been for me and it sucks i'm gonna keep mm. i'm gonna keep it on the wish list nick i will say i'm also not a turn-based boy back could attest to that oh, granted yeah. pokemon i'm 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 a mm -hmm. I'm a Pokemon master, mm -hmm. my friends. Uh, the way Cassepi's plays and feels, I don't think you'll have an issue with the turn-based mechanics. Uh, it's especially with the fusion system; it's just like more interesting, um, and it does. I don't want to say much without spoiling things, but like, uh, there's raid battles that like are also kind of like flip the formula on on its head a bit. Like, granted, I'm not talking about like pokemon violet raid battles like there's there's boss battles which are uh really interesting also mm -hmm. um but yeah uh, i mean if you have any liking of pokemon you would love kisepi's um but yeah thir uh, uh friday <laughs> the 28th star wars jedi survivor <laughs> so many games next week <laughs> i uh we'll talk about it in the post show but actually uh as i was also waiting for coffee talk i booted up fallen order again <laughs> last night um yeah. yeah that'll be a fun post show <laughs> we all thank you so much for listening to episode 139 of the 61 indicast remember you can catch these the show uh every monday on podcast services you catch it live as we record it on youtube.com slash 61 indie on thursday nights at 8 p.m eastern so make sure you subscribe and hit that bell uh and yeah if you like to support us if you want to listen to listen to the post show hit up patreon.com slash 61 indie and uh, you get that, as well as the ad-free experience. Ooh. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, I'm not around next week, but you're in good hands with probably Matt, Kyle, and someone else. TBD. If Jake wakes up. If Jake is awake. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Have a lovely evening. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>